We didn't talk about dust covers, so just hardcover. Yeah, so it's like a D&D book, book where the, the, the print, okay. I was just curious how that worked. Yeah, I thought it was D&D book type of cover, maybe maybe not as thick. I don't know what their cover is, but. Yeah, we had never, we had never discussed a dust cover. Yeah, that seems excessive. It does. It's, it sounds like dials. Well, I didn't know how. Uh, you know, I, I thought it sounded the, more like custom dice. Maybe. Or dials. Um, or custom dice. I didn't know how the, co the cover was, you know, uh, organized. Do we pick a color and then they print the cover we send them as a sheet to go over it or what? Mostly it was just how much bleed do I have to give them? All of it. I would imagine. If uh, if people respond in the stream chat, do we respond to them vocally if we're going to acknowledge them, or do I respond to them in the chat? I don't know the proper protocol because this doesn't happen vocally. often enough. I don't know. Vocally. Oh. Vocally? Vocally, generally. That's how everybody else does it. Okay. Hello back. I don't have my glasses on. Can't read your name. Can they hear us? Are we live? Yeah, mics are high. They have been. Woo! They have been for a minute. What's the username? So uh, right uh, oh my god! I seriously, I need my glasses. I, I whoa! Oh, fuck! Where did I put them? Jesus! Check god. the top of your head. No, it's never there. Uh, K U E H L S. C H R A N K five five five. Okay. Kules shrank. Oh man. You I think that's I... pronounced bot. No. No. <laughs> no. Well, let's give them a show. Yeah. Let's give them a show. They get a show regardless. Uh, we we are from. Uh, oh, it's German. It's uh, sorry. It looked German. <laughs> it, I it felt German when I was butchering its pronunciation. Well, I'm glad that it was German. We are uh, we are in Ohio in the U.S. And I am sorry. We are those people. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to know about Ohio, we can tell you, but you you shouldn't want to know. No, I mean there is that. Just know you'll be disappointed. Yes. Well, we are just uh, four fools who finished a foolish endeavor of a Kickstarter in the wrong time of year. Yes, we did. Yeah, we know how to be successful when we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Set the bar oh, low and step over it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I just want to. I just want to point something out. This is our third successful Kickstarter. Uh, but this is the first time that we have started a Kickstarter and not had to restart to to correct anything. Uh, and for that, uh, <coughs> I'm really fucking proud. Do you think if we already started, it would have been better or worse? Uh, don't know, don't care. Okay. Okay. There's that, sure. I mean, if if we're being honest, uh, glad I didn't have to find out. 
Right. Uh, so. that uh, Joe going into the next one. Yes. So here we are, two fools rushing, all four of us. Uh, high off of the runner's high of a successful Kickstarter for Fodder 8. There are no runners. Yes. For our uh, pocket project of comic comic to draw attention to website. Yeah, but anymore, the website really just kind of exists because of the comic. There are four of us online right now. Okay. He asked. That's why he's responding. Ah. Uh, Do I need to pull up chat? I just did, just to see. Okay. Um, I was curious. Okay. Um, I think we probably should do the opening if we actually have a listener. Oh. Uh, hey, everybody. That, that we never do anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes I'll do it at the end if I remember. Uh, okay. But sure, we can do the opening. And I I love that six and a half no six seven years oh my god almost yeah or wait no yeah it was twenty twenty sixteen yeah it's been seven yeah. Uh, yeah seven years later we can still only do the opening the one way yeah yeah because every other way everyone gets tripped up yes the best sure hey everybody welcome to Two Fools Rush again I'm Jeff Bookman. I'm Chad Kreider. I'm not. Where am I? Woo! Oh, man. Well done. All right. Well done. And, and why do we do it that way? Stop the landing! Uh, uh, I believe it's because I was an intruder into the podcast that started with Chad and Jeff. I'm still a special COVID guest over here. There, yes, there yes, there. yeah. He's 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 here because of the COVID stimulus, and uh, and the intro only gets done that way. Uh, did we do the TV audition before we started the podcast? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yes, we did. Jesus, that's a way back. Uh huh. Well, it's got to be seven years if you talk about the podcast being seven years. And I remember it being like a random weeknight, too. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was like a Tuesday or a Thursday. Wasn't a Wednesday. That felt like like a Wednesday would have felt almost normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I believe it was a Thursday. At like seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were not interested in us. No. Surprising. Uh, I thought... Utterly shocked. I I really was. I thought we had decent chemistry. Oh, no, it's not about the chemistry. It's it's more about we play to a specific audience. There is that. And I don't think that whatever... Old men and geeks? Yes. I don't believe that was the target audience for for the audition. I don't know that we necessarily lost out because, to the best of my knowledge, that show never went forward. True. True. So, 
I, so I mean, we are way more successful than them anyways. So who really yes. lost out? Yeah. You know, it's a good point. Good point. So, so what are we going to talk about? I have a few things I'd like to talk about. Well, hit us with one. All let's, right, let's Char, Chad, what grinds your gears? Oh, no, it's not about and nothing grinding my gears. When you go to order food online or just look at a restaurant's menu and it won't let you see the menu unless you start an order online. Hmm. Okay. Can you it's, give us an education in the fine art of alienating people? I can. Me? Okay. I can, but I prefer not to. I require rusty nails and uh, a used. Nope. Oh. nope. Uh -uh. Stop right there. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even have to. Oh. Oh, um, my God. I'm censoring myself. Look at that. Uh, so, uh,. I watched the first four episodes of Marvel What If. Yeah, I haven't dive, dove into that yet. Uh, there and good is... reviews. Yeah, yeah. I turned Epis it on, watched an episode of last season because I had not few. And uh, then the kids took over the TV again, so. Oh. Uh, episode one is... Uh, my girl Nebula as a member of Nova Corps. I don't know it, if that's believable. It was so they set it up very interestingly. Uh, <laughs> Yandu gets murdered. That was weird. Um, and that's not a spoiler. That's literally like opening sequence. Uh, <laughs> If we haven't seen it, it's still spoiling, right? No, no. Literally At the like same time, it's what if, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. It if you make it twenty seconds in, Yandu's dead. Yeah, but for those first twenty seconds, I wouldn't have known that. Uh I mean, if you're blind, <laughs> true. I mean, because it is very clearly Yandu Udanta with headpiece laying in a gutter. Uh, it, was, it was this weird film noir kind of setup. And while I would say that I feel like the story is the weakest of the, the premiere four episodes of season two. How many came yeah. out when it premiered? Four. Okay, so it the season wasn't relying on no. that one thing. Okay, right. Uh, it 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 was easily the the weakest story of the four, but it has some of the best animation sequences in any of the what if that I've watched season one or this season. Um, just truly gorgeous shit. Uh, I 
there there is a sequence that I am going to uh, watch on my computer in GIF because I love it that much. Okay. But we, uh, you know, anyone who has been here, you know, in the last ten years would know that you are fanboy for the nebula. I am. I am. And that, that goes back to the comic, right? Yeah, yes. that was your, yes. It wasn't just Karen Gillum, right? Nope. It was, uh, it was I think it's Avengers 314. I think. I forget the number, but the the first appearance of Nebula is one of the first comics I ever bought. I do not believe that it was like a like current issue when I bought it. Like I think it was like in in the back stock but i thought she looked really cool on the cover that was the uh black outfit blue skin right yep purple like unitard underneath it yep okay like she was in infinity war after yes. she came back to life okay yep the comic infinity war of course yes yes um yeah I, uh, I really like the look they did they how they did her for um the mcu yes yeah i actually uh in a lot of ways i prefer the nebula story from the mcu um like she was cool when i was a kid because she was a space pirate like that that was the the gist of it, but this is curious why Thanos never adopted any boys. No, I mean, do we delve too deeply into this? I don't think you want to delve too deep into it. Okay. Probably safest then. I mean, how many people did he adopt? Nebula and Gamora. Yep. Okay. And were they, they were not sisters. They were just, he basically killed their family and just kept them. Yep. Not just killed they, their family, killed half their planet. Probably, yeah, probably in in uh, in, Neb in uh, Gamora's case, we actually see in the MCU they yes. he he actually kills half of them. Yes. Is that what happened to Nebula? Uh, the assumption. Never. I I can't say for certain. I don't know. Right. As far as MCU goes, or the comic, really. Well, in the comic, she's not related to Thanos at all. She's masquerading as, I think it's the granddaughter of Thanos. And then... Uh, he took offense and killed her? Uh, he took offense and did a lot of terrible things before he killed her. But yes. That, that sounds about right. Yes. And then she uh, proceeded to get the Infinity Gauntlet and uh, set a few things right. How old is Thanos supposed to be? Very old. I don't know. If uh, he's old. a he's from Titan. Um, I don't know if that race is exceedingly long lived, but uh, I mean, he had I, a lot he's, of stones that could probably help with that. He's he's probably in his, I mean, Earth years, nineties. 
at least. Yeah. Arguably, to, to explain, you know, all he's done. And, okay. Yeah. But we're not talking like a thousand-year-old type crazy thing. No, no I, he's, he's one of those races, like a kind of an Asgardian, where they can take a whole lot of punishment without being a superhero. Yeah. You know, they're just... They're just naturally tough. He's a dwarf. Yeah, he's in a, a sense, yeah. He's a scrochined, weird-colored space dwarf. Space All dwarf. dwarf. Scrochined. Well, yeah, that's what uh, <coughs> Star-Lord calls him. Yeah, that... that. Nut sack of a chin. <laughs> yep. Gotta say, uh, rewatched Guardians this weekend uh, as well. Still holds up. The first one? Yes. Yeah, yes. it's a good time. I mean, I enjoy all three of the Guardians movies. Go and watch the third one. It's on Disney Plus. It is. Yeah. It is well worth the time, sir. You know, watch it with the kids, but. Just haven't. Maybe watch it on your own first. Yeah, there's some there's some dark material there. Yeah, yeah. You, you may. I, no, I think. Just make a call. You make a call. You uh, based on. I mean, they both uh, watch Stranger Things. Okay. I mean, yeah, there's, long kind of, there's some body horror in that, just sort of. Yeah, I, I'd say if you were cool with them watching Stranger Things, then you're fine. I mean, it's still PG thirteen, right? I mean, they do drop an F-bomb, but yeah. You're allowed to have one. It's, it's just like Uncle Ray being around, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You aren't scarred yeah. at all. Uh, I, I, did, uh, I did truly enjoy uh, a couple of just bananas bullshit programs over the past couple of days. Um, I'm realizing that as much as I hate to admit it, I kind of like Rob Briggle. I think he's kind of funny. Why would you hate to admit it? Uh, Because I know a lot of people find him to be really cringy. Mm, He's been in so much stuff that it's hard to like, he might be cringy in some things and not other things. But, like, he also does a lot of animated voices in movies that I've watched. Okay. I've always been a Rob Riggle fan. So, he did this show for ABC called Holy Moly. Okay. It is uh, Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore sportscasting extreme mini golf. And I'm not even joking. It, the The two seasons of it are on Netflix right now. That looks uh, magical. It's such it. If you watched the show Wipeout, yeah, it's uh, immediately just, what it sounds like is Wipeout yes. announcers. Yes. So take Wipeout and add mini golf in the middle of Wipeout. Okay. It is hilarious. Is it a real like? real show or is it all sport? yeah okay yeah it's it's a real competition someone okay. is going to win a quarter of a million dollars at the end of each season all right cool cool even better yeah 
Because it seems like the real thing would be just as good as trying to script. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is absolutely legit competition. Uh, is it Wipeout on ABC? I would assume so. Yes. Since they would try to slide another Wipeout thing in on Wipeout Night. Yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's utterly bizarre. And you have to wonder, did these people know what they were signing up for when they came on this competition? I mean, if they told them Wipeout for mini golf, then I was like, can't tell whether base is covered. I mean, there there is a hole where if you miss your shot, so if you don't get a hole in one, you essentially get tased. Oh. And if you if you miss again. You get tased, you get tased in a nut. <laughs> no, no, you're wearing uh, sensors on your arms and your legs. Not one around your neck. No, no. So is it like uh, one of those tense machines? No, no, no. It, it, I I own a tens. Their reaction is far worse than any tens setting I have ever tried. Okay. Yours is strictly for recreation, though. So, I mean, how 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 are you to judge? Well, that's a good point. Good point. I mean, yeah, it's real hard to tell on some of those because, like, I've seen people use it, and it's like, oh my god, this is terrible. And I'm like, are all my nerve endings just dead? Because I had this set up pretty high, and not really doing much. Uh, the uh. The one hole, you have to put the ball over water, and then you have to get on a zip line. <laughs> zip line shoots you across, and there is a pole sticking up, and you have to let go of the zip line and wrap yourself around the pole or fall in the water and take a penalty. <clears throat> the, the thud from these people hitting the pole, I'm sure that it's a padded pole in, in the best WWE kind of way. That shit still looks like it hurts. Yeah, I mean, I we watched a little bit of Wipeout a couple weeks ago. I don't know how people were actively breaking their neck on some of those. Yeah. It's like, oh good, your whole neck just bent the opposite way of the rest of your body. You're just yeah. lucky that they weren't slightly older or anything else. Oh, there's a 62-year-old man who did the zipline thing. That just sounds like mini-golf the way God intended. Full-contact right? golf. Yes. 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 Please. Oh. God. God intended it. Imaginary. Uh. Oh, my God. I just got a perfect piece of gear. Oh, I've been playing some Diablo since the holiday. Uh, yeah? Uh, has uh, been, you know, about. What do you and, think of the uh, holiday event? Um, I haven't really got into it. I, I haven't messed with it a lot. It's kind of hit or miss. Uh, yeah. I have been... Um, <laughs> Hitting the uh, 
Flood Harvest? Is that right? Flood Harvest? Yeah. Pretty hard? Because uh, the spec I'm using for my Rogue has the, when you hit an Elite with your core skill, they fall prone. Yep. So I just run around, collect Blood Lures, drop them in the basins, pull out two Elites, and they die on their back. And I get to collect all their goodies they drop. And probably a key to go open a chest. Yep. So. But I've been running Nightmare Dungeons and uh, basically going through and unlocking, if not completing all the dungeons to get all the aspects unlocked. Okay. And I think I just hit 86. Nice. So I may make it to 100. By the end of this event. It's not hard to hit 100 anymore. Well. So if I unlock everything on the on this realm, does it transfer back to everything's unlocked on my other realm? Yes. Realm? Okay. Once the season ends. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got unlocked where half the time because every time it's like a combination of two characters. I hit a hundred on my second character. Ooh. I'm playing a lot of other games, so I'm at 97 still, I think. I haven't played like. When Abitur of Zir dropped the new event that they added. Right. Uh, I tried it on my Druid. And could not do it. I know we talked about how hard it was and I mean they said yeah. it's not meant to be usable for most of the people well there's there's 25 levels to it I could not complete level one um hashtag get good uh it was my build it was my spec it was I mean I have you been, been able to complete it now or have they nerfed it uh, they nerfed it once. I was able to complete it once on my druid, but goddamn, it was hard. Okay. And you know what? I'm happy. I, I completed a Nightmare 100 dungeon. I did everything with my druid short of killing Uber Lilith. I was like, okay, fine. I'm good. I'm not mad. That was completely my build. The only thing I did was uh, look at a guide to get glyphs because... I just couldn't figure out like what what glyphs should I be using? What's so, important? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> followed a guide, got some glyphs, and that cool. plus the nerf, I was able to do AOZ level one with my druid. And I decided, well, Jeff looked like he was having a lot of fun with his sorceress. Uh fine. I'm I'm gonna follow the icy veins sorceress guide, and I'm gonna build gravitational ball lightning bullshit. Uh, I playing when I had time uh, was able to uh, get her to a hundred in fifteen levels or in fifteen days. Um, and I have cleared the first five levels of AOZ. 
Especially mm-hmm. than your druid. Oh yeah, just easier. <laughs> just <laughs> everything that they say about ball lightning is one hundred percent true. This oh yeah, that's what I'm running right now. It's it's very enjoyable for passing, yeah. getting through contact. Yeah, um, I am. I'm a little sad that it's you know not my build, but uh, not so sad that I'm not going to play it. And I need to learn the transition of Uber Lilith, and then I should be able to down her as well. Okay. Um, yeah, it's good. What do we got? Like three weeks until the next one? Is it like the seventeenth or is it like the twenty fifth? Yeah. Okay. I just saw it when I was logged on. We got some time. Yeah, you got roughly a month. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to play next uh, season. Uh, I am probably going to play a um, rogue next. Unless they just utterly break something else. I don't um, know. The the rogue is pretty new, uh, pretty broken. Yeah. I'll probably start with a rogue and go from there. What is the best one rank-wise right now? Is it rogue? Rogue? Um, well, all the leaderboards as far as, like, uh, you know, leaderboards go, it's barbarian. But it's a chore. It's a chore to get it there. Yeah, it's 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 a chore to get it there, and it's all about gearing and perfect spec and rotations and all that shit. It's it's the best when everything's perfect. The best, aside from that, I think is a toss up between the ball lightning sorcerer and twisting blades rogue. Okay. Yeah, because I saw sorcerer was twisting like blades. Rogue is easier to get early on. The ball lightning takes a bit to build till you, till you can do it right. Uh, I got the gravitational aspect at twenty eight, and then it was just okay. Easy mode from there. Having, I, having I was I was running it without the aspect until like level seventy eight, and it was still easy enough. I just could not get it to drop, and then I realized. Yeah. The one thing said, like, just turn all your obols into whatever the jewelry it is. And yep. Got one. You were going to say something there, Mr. Bookman? Yes. Okay. I was. And that was? I don't remember now. Something about Rogue being easier earlier than... Oh, okay. Um... <clears throat> that's when you when you jumped in when I said yes. that um, having played both uh, rogue and sorcerer I I and like I I'm okay I'm okay at playing games so I like I, I feel comfortable saying this I I didn't really notice a whole lot of difference complexity wise between the two no they were with the ball lightning and the spinning around and the pulling you in, it plays very similar to twisting blades. It, uh, yeah, it, 
yeah, it, neither one was overly complicated. Uh, they both worked really well. If I played sloppy, they both worked fine and were very forgiving. I'm a big fan of sloppy. Um, I like I can play sloppy. Than I yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that as well. I I don't I don't like the surgical precision that is sometimes necessary. You don't like the the chat specs. I didn't. Say, I wasn't going to say that. I, I will. I mean, it's literally. Well, Chad knows who he is. That's true. We, we also had this conversation, Mister Burton. Uh, yes, we have. <laughs> On air, we have. It's okay. So you can say that, that sometimes I play things that require. Um, you well, you like the challenge of not button mashing, but mashing right. the right button. Yes, yes. And min maxing the the builds and whatnot. Yes, yes. I I want to be able to do all the end level or end game stuff without dying a thousand times, just so I can see it. And make my character look cool. That's all sure. I care. Rogue gets me there pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to do whatever struck my fancy earlier, but will probably change tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I played the Sorcerer for a little bit. I got it up to like 40, maybe? Maybe 50? I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, I... I've been playing it this way, you know, which was uh, chain lightning, you know, just, you know, yep. very entry level, no aspects needed. Uh, and it started to get hard. It started to be challenging to, uh, no, I was, I must be 30 something because I haven't done the, to tier two to three yet okay so i wasn't that high but yeah it was uh just i don't know not 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 as fun as the rogue i think this is my respect did they ever announce like what the new stuff is happening in the season is like the day before? Uh they'll probably they have, like, do a little a like, week uh, before. A week before, okay. I yeah. know they normally have whatever the day is where they put out a video and they talk about new season new changes. Yeah. I mean that's or one thing crazy there, like I'll probably right. play whatever I haven't done in a while. Maybe uh maybe go back to um like a necromancer or a druid because i didn't play a whole lot of those so nifty. when i made the the sorcerer i i first made a necro uh because i was like okay i just i i need to play something that you know i can i can kind of follow a guide and has you know in game credentials you know feel like i'm i'm making something that I'm going to be able to do the pinnacle of end game content with. 
Um, so I made a, a Necro because I, I, I found a Necro build that was doing Uber Lilith pretty easy. And it wasn't Ball Lightning Sorcerer. So I was like, okay, I'll try this. I fucking hate the, the Necro. That is that is not my jam at I played the Necromancer for a grand total of like 10 minutes and did not like it at all. Yeah. That is not my thing. Um, yeah, I pretty much enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed just, here's all the stuff, put it out. Just like the ball lightning. It's kind of like, all right, put a bunch of balls around me. And this time it's just raise a bunch of skeletons around me. And then continue to do my stuff and make sure everybody stays up. It's like I bring yeah. I bring the party with me and I bring these two guys and they brought two guys each and those two guys brought two guys each and then I brought a big guy in the back and then just so many fuckers. It's like 11. Yeah. If if I were going to play a necro, I would probably want to find one of the builds that doesn't use minions. Cool. I just Isn't that kind of the whole point. That does sound like the hardest way to play. I mean, there's the. Do I play I, a wizard I, I think most spells? I think we're calling it the chattest <laughs> way to play. <laughs> you can. You have the option to shut that shit off in the book. You're yeah, the, you're the melee wizard. It, well, it up, yeah, it ups your spell damage to do that. Yeah. Hmm. I, I would do that. We don't doubt it. <laughs> no, we, this whole conversation has proven it's exactly what you would do. Yes, yes. Uh, I believe we yes. predicted that 10 minutes ago. Yes. I'd like my druid to stay a human. <laughs> no. God, no. I'm going to play a druid, but is there any way I can be in full play? No, my, my druid was bare nonstop. I, I, so out of I, character for you. I was the performing circus bear. Nope, he brought it back in the second half. I uh, I like to shake the ground with uh, my druid. I loved my. I still love my landslide build. Um, it just. Couldn't I? I did not have the capability of beating Uber Lilith with that and doing high levels of Avatar of Zir. So I decided I would. I, I wanted to see that content. Normally, I'm I'm okay with the decision that nope, this is going to be my build, my thing, and I'm going to take it as far as I can. Well, I did, and I found myself wanting to see more. So here I am. I'm going to drop 50 million in repairs on Saturday, and I will kill Uber Lilith. I accidentally wandered into that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like, what's this? Oh, oh okay, fuck this. 
Die. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Didn't enjoy that fight, did you? Um, didn't know what was going on and was dead before I knew ah, how, yeah. how what was happening. So, yeah, I I just went ahead and <clears throat> just respawned and returned to center. I mean, the nice thing about the ball lightning sorcerer, uh, about 10 seconds for the first phase. But then I am I am dying in the in the phase change. So I gotta figure that out. But I okay. will. I'll figure it out. Piece by piece. Or I'll just overlevel it as I get my glyphs to 21 and it just won't matter. Yeah, I'm finally leveling glyphs by doing enough uh, nightmare dungeons and whatnot. What uh, what level of nightmare dungeons are you running? Um, I think I the highest I've done is like forty two. Okay, but that was when I was eighty, and everything in there was like ninety three. And I'm like, okay, yeah, um, I can do this. I died a couple times. And it's stressing. This is not what Ray likes to play. So I God. cranked it down to like, I think I was doing like 37, 38. Okay. You know, just, a, just a few levels. You know, it mostly made the difference in the amount of damage and amount of mobs that would crowd me at once. Yeah. Because when I go in and it's... Um, the mobs explode when they die and oh, then I never, I never. 30 of them get on top of me and they all explode well it's you know choice of that or the freaking wardrobe that explodes and follows you around a place yeah i'll take that one every time <laughs> uh, it's it's the way my rogue the way I play it, I'm bouncing all over the place, and it's I'm using my movement abilities to do that, and then that fucker ends up on top of me, and I don't have a movement ability available to get away from him, and I take a hit, and most often that kills me because I'm a rogue, and I may as well be a cloth-wearing character. But I did realize uh, I still had the same gems that I had in my stuff when I was level 68 or whatever, when yeah. you guys were running me through all the end stuff and I got my 925 gear that I'm still yeah. wearing, by the way. And I have a bank full of other stuff to you know try if uh, what I'm currently wearing isn't working. Uh, I haven't got a um a gear upgrade in I, I don't know forever but i mean uh, first thing i did with my sorcerer i went to every world boss that i could did all the stuff and just put on a full set of 925 gear 
And then I was like, okay, well now gear upgrades that I'm looking for now are going to be because they're statted better. Yeah, I don't know what stats I'm looking to focus on. So right yeah, now, I mean, right now, I can do what I want. Yeah, you know, no problem. So I think that's I don't. one of the the things that Blizzard is going to need to address. Itemization right now is is tough, and like. You know me, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something, especially something like this, I'm going to learn the finer details. So you? I did. Yeah. Uh so I mean, even even now, I sit here and when I get gear, I'm like, okay, I remember what like the the top tier um stats are that I want. But then I, I still I have to pull out my phone while I'm playing my game to double check stat priority to see if something's an upgrade. I have to do that to check what where the next fucking paragon point goes. Right. Like this they've gotta remove the reliance on on following a guide just so that you can make sure that you're like putting on gear that matters. Mm. Right now, I think the the pool of uh, affixes that gear can roll on, there's too many, and they don't have, they, they don't all have a tangible benefit for characters. It's kind of like uh, um, 2K uh, or Gearbox or when, when, when they would get a uh, roughneck uh, roughneck uh, shield with on shield break. Right. That shit should not happen. Yeah, I, I think their um, philosophy is probably the same as uh, 2K's. You get enough gear, one of those every 50 if that often is whatever scrap sure. it sell it but i shouldn't have to like pull out a fucking calculator to make sure that something is actually an upgrade okay like the only reason that i knew that the piece of gear i just got was perfect was because for a helm, for a sorcerer, there are five like top tier stats. Uh, this had four of those. It's the first time I, I've seen a piece of gear for my sorcerer that had that. And I'm like, okay, well, I know that's perfect. Cool. I don't, I don't need to re-roll it. I don't need to do anything. I just need to go put the aspect I want on it and call it done. The only way I'm going to ever upgrade this piece of gear is if I find something with a higher item level that has the exact same stat. I, I finally got the rogue aspect that uh, I've been looking for. And uh, 
actually fat noticed it. So it's the one uh, when you hit a poisoned character with uh, a shadow imbued weapon. Mm-hmm. It does like 70% of the damage as an explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm running both shadow and poison imbuement. So I just go back and forth. <laughs> so the chances of that happening is, you know, pretty high, uh, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. And that will make a, a big difference. Yeah. My, my aspects are not like super tight, but uh, they, they probably work for what they, sure, what they should be. Sure. I mean, I don't have any that are wasted or duplicated, so. But yeah, just over the holiday, I had the strip done kind of early this week. Yes, you did. So I had a few days and I just kind of chilled while I watched the Kickstarter tick down. And uh, had, had fun playing that. But I'd play it for a little bit, get bored, and, you know, like tired of running the same not the same dungeon, but basically doing the same activity over and over. Sure. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't hold my attention that much. Borderlands had the ability to tie me in and make me play for hours and hours. But okay. it was easier to level a character in Borderlands. You know, then that and that's always been my joy to take a new character up. Yeah. Not you, you have the take a character from zero to a million where I'm just okay with the level cap and being able to kill whatever I needed to get there. Yeah. It's funny. Everything that we're, we're talking about, about the way we play this so rings true to the conversation Jeff and I had when it was just that show, when it was just him and I, what's that? You're a collector. Always have been. You collect the characters. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff wants something that feels powerful, but allows him to uh, play a little loose. Uh, I am the the one that wants to play the super tactical, uh, holding on to the edge of my seat as I as I try and get this run perfect. Uh, Dylan is here for the lulls. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, I play these games to just space out and yeah. do things. Like, I'm not trying to be the best. Trying to... You're, you're playing for the... Something. The time killing or the social aspect. Like, okay, this is what right. my friends are doing. If I want to hang on my friends, this is what we're doing. But I like I like easy goals where I can feel like I accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, oh look, I completed a couple of dungeons. Not bad. Yeah. 
That's fair. Yeah, you know, I can run through uh, a nightmare dungeon and I run past a, a few mobs and get to the end and finish it. That's I'm not there to kill everything. I'm there to. Oh, uh, I don't need to kill everything. Well, no, you don't need to. But if it says, you know, kill these guys, collect their essence and open the last door, I will charge past a bunch of stuff and kill the skull, kill the boss, collect his stuff, and then run to the end. And there there might be some things chasing me, but chances are I've zipped back and forth and enough twisting blades have flown through the hallway. They're probably dead already. So. And I am not happy until everything kneels before me. You're Zod. I'm the big, quiet guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. That makes I, Jeff I, the girl and Dylan Superman. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> wow. <sighs> oh, watched the Barbie movie. It was pretty good, wasn't it? That was that was a damn fun time. I I liked it. I mean, they took us uh they took the whole art department over to see it, my boss and supervisor. So that yeah. that was I can see why all the uh all the uh Shapiro's of the world were whining. But well, that sure. was kind of the whole point of the story. Yeah. That little girls grow up into a world that isn't really doesn't really understand them or they aren't really prepared for. Yeah. Because their childhood is this fairy tale. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I really liked it. I thought it was a, a quality movie. Yeah, the voiceover was awesome too. It was. It was. Uh, the old woman on the bench that she talks to, uh huh, is the daughter of the creator of Barbie. Yes. Okay. And yes. It was something you know, just a little Easter egg that was in there. Yes. That oh, is. and and the little girl that she goes to the cafeteria that she's confronting, she thinks is the one playing with her. Uh, yes, Ariana. Her King. and her friends are supposed to represent the Bratz dolls from their original yes. run of Bratz dolls. I I noticed that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of depth. In in the show uh, in the movie, just as far as uh, things they worked in there, and the way you know her her house is basically the toy. Yeah, there's no stairs. There's there's no bathroom. It's it's the Barbie dream house. I loved towards the end of the movie when Margot is kind of having a breakdown in weird Barbie's house 
and then the director cuts in for the voiceover. Oh, I realize this is odd while you're looking at yeah. Margot this Robbie. Is, yes. Poor oh, Kathleen. I think Helen Mirren did the voiceover. Correct. Which, you know, is you know, perfect. Yes. I love that they got Ree Perlman to play Ruth, the the creator of Barbie. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I love that her and Danny DeVito have been married for 41 years and they're just like this perfectly odd Hollywood couple. I odd is a good me, word. Yes, they bring me a lot of joy. And as much as I hate to say it, uh, Kurt Russell and Kelly Hahn also fit that stereotype. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy for anybody who's found yeah. their person. Yeah, you know, don't, don't give me, you know, I don't these, have these, to invite them to dinner, but, you know. Yeah, these long-lived Hollywood couples that, you know, just go about doing their Making thing. Making it work. Yep. Um, yeah, I was on mute. I was going to say, uh, I was like Matilda and they played yes. parents in that one. And yes. the actress in there said that like, they were the nicest people on set. So yeah, they both seem very they real. Were also very nice in person from anybody I've ever heard talk about them. Yeah. Cause if they were dicks or something, I'd feel worse. Right. You just but got Danny DeVito. Said just... They were nice. You got Danny just like he's in his eighties now and he's like, Hey, I want to make Jersey Mike's commercials. I know it's so random. He got like, that job. Get paid, get paid. <laughs> he got that job because he approached them because he loves their subs. <laughs> I like how the whole commercial was just him watching them make subs for like the first three commercials. <laughs> right. Like that's that's saying something when you know, a, a name, I'm sure he's not the name that he once was, but when Danny DeVito is like, hey, I want to be in your commercials. I don't know. I feel like he is, everybody knows him, though. Like, it's not a right. question of anything. Like, even if it's just the crazy people that watch It's Always Sunny all the time. Like, he is right. in multiple memes just because of that. <laughs> and then I shot him. So then I started blasting. And God, then, I love uh, it. Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? Like, yeah, there's multiple memes that I would see all the time that were from that. I'm trying to think of somebody else who's been on multiple culturally relevant shows across just just two decades, let alone... 40 years apart. Um, multiple? That's that's rough. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can't... Uh, I can't think of someone who matches that. 
yeah. description. I mean, I was going to say, like, some of the British actors are have been in the same yeah. British stuff for 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, yeah. I think we were talking Ameri you know, U.S. television, but yeah, British TV just recycles and repeats. Yeah. I mean, They're Helen, Mirren, to have... Helen Mirren's been in a number of shows. She was in right. Prime Suspect That's... and a lot of shit over there, so... That was the first one I thought of when we were like, hey, we just mentioned Helen Mirren. She's been doing shit forever. Like, yeah. It's, it, I think that's more of a testament to the British market likes to hire Brits. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, and she's a quality, true to life person who, you know, is up front and you know, this is me. I would not ashamed, not ashamed of you know any of the criticism she gets or you know feedback or what throughout the years. She's always been herself. So I, I would argue Brian Cranston is kind of what we're looking Ooh, at. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, good. Because we were and, just talking about Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and yeah, and I figured it out. Uh, I was paying so much for Disney Plus. And I had canceled Hulu, so I went to the Disney Plus and added the bundle. And I didn't even up my monthly charge. I just added commercials to Disney, and now I have Hulu with commercials. So I was watching Malcolm in the Middle. So, yeah. Um, Enjoying some Malcolm. Amazon said they were going to start showing commercials on Prime. Yep. Which I don't I. I had to ask the wife, are we paid for it separate or is it all part of Amazon Prime? And she's like, oh, it's all part of it. Oh, don't care then. Yeah. Like, I'd only care if I was actually paying for it. I I think Good Omens, The Boys, uh, The Expanse, that's like it. The, um, I give a shit about from Amazon. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch anything on there. Invincible's really good. I'll pop uh, on, I'll watch a series, and then I'll pop back off, but it's not like I hang out on it. Right. I'm re-watching Grimm for the 80th time because it's on there. I love it. That's, uh, that's usually only lasts until something actually new comes out. And uh, yeah, you start watching that. I did watch Violent Night. Yeah, that was great. Last wasn't year. It? Yeah, it was good. Oh, man. I, I love the, uh, and I, I guess it, it, the Bruce, uh, or not, um, John McClane slash. Uh, Harrison Ford, I'm here to fight, but I'm not going to be good at it. And I'm going to get handed my ass handed to me several times throughout the story, but I'm still going to end up on top. Yeah. Kind of aspect to his character. Yeah. I didn't like, and they do this in a bunch of movies, but it's like, oh, this is supposed to be the best of the best elite, whatever. And then like they run away scared at times. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's a sign of, intelligence 
there's a thousand bullets coming at me. I don't know where they're from. I'm going to stand here and die. Yeah, but they don't oh, run well, the screen like it. a little girl when they're doing okay, it. Okay, running the screen. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I've wondered about you guys and myself in like D&D. Why aren't we running? <laughs> We're going to stay here and die. Why aren't we just running away? There's no running in D&D. Yeah, there is. I'm trying Tom to exercise it's, my it's, imagination. It's, it's the last weapon you draw, but it's always there. Tom Hanks told me there's no running in D&D. No, there's no crying in baseball. No, there's no running in D&D. No, that's that's uh, uh, mazes and monsters. There's plenty of running in D&D. There's no running in mazes and monsters. Okay. You're confusing the two. They're very similar. Yeah, yeah. But uh, not, not, not the same. No. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm playing this game with warships in it. And uh, on the load screen, it says, running through the middle of the map is a poor strategy. <laughs> like, that's just the helpful hint. Thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Obvious. I, I I have noticed in uh, Diablo, you can run anywhere you want to through the map as long as you're on the horse. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they don't see you very well if you're on the horse. You can be kind of standing on top of them. Yeah. I mean, play a sorcerer and you don't really run anywhere. Got to run to the next mob to make them touch your balls. No, I don't. That's what yeah. teleport and evade are for. I mean, maybe if like there's a lull on the map where there's no monsters, sure. Then I have to walk. Otherwise, it's just dash or evade or whatever you call it and teleport. That's pretty much uh, my rogue. Dash, evade, um, and shadow step get me everywhere I need to be. Yeah. I do love the fact that I can be on a part of the map, like a shelf, looking down into a, a chasm between it and the next area, and there's mobs down there. If I point my character at them and I hit shadow step, I don't have to run around the map to get to the... Ooh. ramp that leads me down there. I can jump down on top of so. Isn't that great? It is. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I I actively look for areas where I can do that. Yeah. I I try and whenever I'm I'll hop up my horse and... to do that. <laughs> Whenever I'm doing a dungeon and I can, I see that I can teleport a shortcut every time. Every time. Yeah. Oh. So, did we want to? Do we still have a listener? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, there's three of us in here, so. 
Yeah. Um, it's early, but we can call it. Do we need to? I don't know. Do we have, do we we have don't other need to. We can keep going. Okay. I mean, uh, we can talk more about uh, future plans, future Kickstarters. I don't know if we do, but it's also always a possibility. Well, I mean, Jeff and I were talking about that a little bit before people got here. We could we could discuss that. I don't know if we want to put Actually, that to air or not, but we can. Well, I mean, I think we've mentioned that we have designs to uh, we ha we have plans to have more uh, things coming this year. Where we're well, yeah, twenty four twenty twenty four going to be a big year for us we have discussed uh the we we have announced the expansion the next expansion mm -hmm. to o'clock two o'clock uh we, we don't have to talk about what the thing they are but i know we have other projects other another game at least uh we have in ID4. i mean i'm okay with announcing that shit well, if we announce, we kind of have to say kind of what it is. So I don't know if that's sure. what. I'm I'm okay with that. I I think putting it to tape leads or lends itself some. Uh, I don't want to say protection, but I'd say. Oh, kind of puts us commits us to it. Yeah, kind of the way I started the strip. <laughs> I, we mentioned it on the podcast, which pretty much committed me to, okay, fuck, I got to do this now. Yeah. I am still here, right? You can still hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I talk over you all the time. I thought you were used to it. No, 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 it wasn't that. I just lost uh, internet connection to my PlayStation. Oh, no, I... I I've been noticing uh, Diablo, there's a lot of times it'll like stop me and i'll be like running like i'm running against the wall but there's nothing in front of me it does that uh quite a i was doing that quite a bit to me uh the other day yeah no i just completely lost all connection like where yeeted me out of the game and said a dns server cannot be found well the fuck? i thought maybe my internet service provider had decided to reboot my uh connection early tonight that's rude yeah yeah generally it's about 11 o'clock yeah when you when you bow out for a for a round of dice yeah yeah uh, let's see if this can connect or if i need to reset my so mind. what what is the your game uh it's how would you categorize uh so it's a pocket game it's a it's a mint tin game mint tin like altoids mint tin game something that exactly that you can yep. travel with and minimal uh supply minimal footprint maximum fun. Every Yep, everything will be contained in there. Uh, I just wrote the tagline. Uh, yeah, eighteen cards. Uh, 
a handful of D6s, the exact number to be determined later, uh, and one punch card, like, that'll have the, the six tokens in it. Okay. Um, and that comprises a game that will allow you to play uh, Take That Style, uh, Cooperative Style, or solitaire. Okay. Uh, the and the art. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, the know, art is going to be uh, something different this time. Instead of relying on our our good friend, the artist, Mr. Ray Warren. Uh, to churn out some super high quality art that we we chain him to a desk to do, uh, Mr. Bookman and I are going to build some dioramas. Is, is that the right word? And uh, and use photographs as the art because it will lend itself to this style of insanity so you're thinking like uh kind of claymation type but not moving pictures uh yes yes the setting of the game is the inside of your pants pocket you are playing hole not included correct uh you are playing as various objects inside the pants pocket uh, either battling it out with other denizens of the pants pocket or trying to uh, battle each other, battle a big bad, or uh, potentially, if I can make it work, uh, battling to escape the pants pocket. That's, that's a thought I've been, I've been toying with. Uh, recently, so, um, I'm just going to throw this out there. You can take it or leave it. Battling to escape the pants pocket before you end up in the washer. That's that's a great way to to give it a a feel of time. Yes. Um, <clears throat> do we want to say the name on air? Am I okay with that, Mister Bookman? Yes. Is it called Party in My Pants? No, it's not. It's called Mint. In a perfect world, it would be. <laughs> yeah, well. It's called Mint Stirs. You know what? You say that, and I always thought it was Min Stirs. I thought it was Minnie, not nope. Minty. Minty. I've heard you say it a dozen times, and I never heard it that way. Weird. Mint, Mint Stirs. It's uh so the 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 card art for the the characters that you'll be able to play as will be uh, some Joanne fabrics, Hobby Lobby, Nightmare Fuel creations, uh, lint covered, uh, lint covered lifesaver candies. <laughs> yeah, lifesaver candies. Pay well, no, hard candies. candies. We we can't really. We don't have lifesaver kind of money. Right, right. Uh, 
but uh, I think I think with some some ingenuity, some glue, and craft supplies, we will be able to Photoshop work. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Aren't you going to add like arms and faces and shit like that? I mean, what I can't make with pipe cleaners, yes. What I can't make with pipe cleaners. What can't you make with pipe cleaners? A pipe. True. Okay. You got me there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be just a, a fun little game. My hope is that uh, no matter what you play, I, I really want to keep the, the game time quick. I want it to be able to be played. You know, play it on a break. Yeah, play it on a break. Toss it in your pocket, play with your friends while you're waiting on your dinner to show up at a restaurant. Okay. Uh, the hope is that uh, that'll be the Kickstarter wrap up the year. So that's the third one of next year, or is it? Well, I mean, is I the book the first one? Yes. Okay. I was thinking there was three more to go this year. No. no. The, that, you said 13 months. So that okay. I was, I was counting this one. That was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I get you. We will fulfill fodder Inc. Q1. Hopefully, I, I'm going to tentatively say mid to late Q2 o'clock. And uh, late Q4 minsters. Yeah. Sounds like a release schedule. And if everything goes as planned, that sh that that unpleasant gentleman from last year or this year and last year will not be able to stop by the booth and say, "No new product." Well, I mean, he will. He'll just be wrong this year. Yes, because even if even if. For some reason, our schedules get pushed back and we're not able to kickstart the expansion to have it at the booth. Uh, for o'clock, we will have the book. O'clock. We will have o'clock. We will have the book. We will have stickers. Uh, we'll have a few other things as well. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to assign a timetable to Mr. Bookman's project. So I won't, but I would assume that's, is, is that going to be something that we, we sell at the booth? When it's ready? Which, which thing? Your I was thinking he's assuming a uh, story. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. My, my intention all along was to sell it at the booth. Why why pass up a steady stream of customers? 
are we going to have to rethink our display at the at the booth? Uh, I think that happens daily. I I think the ultimate answer on that is yes, and only because uh, how things are shaking out for next year, we are going to have a whole lot more real estate. Is that because of our benefactor or because we're going to have more tables? It's because we're going to have more tables. Okay. Okay. Who's our benefactor? Are we talking the Amber Young Foundation? I I was I wasn't gonna name it, but yeah. I think it deserves a name. She's uh she's 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 part of the driving force for uh next year. I mean Yeah. And, and I'm not complaining. Um Given her credit where it's where it's due, her her enthusiasm and uh, excitement for um, what we are doing just this year, uh, yeah, has kind of we're like, well, fuck, she's gonna make us look bad. We don't get off our asses here. Yeah, uh, I'll be right back. Keep talking. So yeah, no, it isn't a a dig or a complaint. That's that's credit. She uh, has got us uh, rethinking our weekly hangout. Yeah. What we would uh, basically be our vacation week of go hang out at, at uh, Connemagab. No, we got to treat this as. Yeah, uh, I mean, work. We, we treat it like work. We we do. I mean, we're professional. We we. I've said it about. Uh, I think each of us. Uh, we're very open to meeting anyone that comes by the booth. Uh, I will talk o'clock to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, it's one of the few times I'm very extrovert. So. It is uh, handy to uh, capitalize on what we've been practicing for four years, five years. How many years have we gone there? Uh, the first time. The, the year before we did the Oak Club. Kickstarter. So six years? 2016 was when we went with the bootleg edition. Okay. So this that was well, seven years. We missed one for COVID that didn't happen. Right. Okay. So we've been there six times. Yeah. So we pretty much know what we're doing there. Now we just need to use that knowledge towards bringing the fans we see every year something to do well i think the the way uh the the change in the way that it's going to be advertised will help with that as well indeed yeah yeah i think that's going to be a boon to the entire marketplace uh-huh 
And so I have a question about that. For the purposes of the booth, uh-huh. we technically don't need passes for the booth now? Correct. Okay. Yes, we. I think we will have enough table to cover all passes. Well... No, I wasn't meaning in that sense. More in the, uh, you won't need to be a paid uh, con attendee. But I think you do need to be that for any of the con events that you would want to go to. Correct. The after-party stuff that we typically attend. Yes, yes. Which is fine. But more important, you don't need a badge to shop at the vendor hall. Yes, that's that's what I was I was getting at. You you wouldn't need a badge to come visit the booth. Right. Are you are Which you is, saying if we didn't intend on attending the after party stuff, you technically wouldn't need a badge at all? I think they were saying because you get a badge or two with the booth. If we're having multiple booths, we get multiple badges. I, I think we'll have a badge. It'll just say vendor because they want to identify whether or not we're supposed to be in there to set up before the event or the, the bazaar opens like on, you know, Friday morning, Saturday morning before the doors open, we get in there earlier. I love that. They're going to want, I love the people. That identify that, those Ray. people. I, I truly do. They are good. They are good, honest, wonderful people, but you are giving them way too much credit. Well, they, they give us looks when we walk through there. they, recognize us the only look they give us is oh it's those guys it's like oh, it's fucking chicken guys yeah. it's very much a bless their hearts hopefully it won't be a bless their hearts this year nobody wow look at those guys that's what we're going for yeah yeah. I think it'll absolutely confuse people if it looks like we're trying to make money. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll be ready for that at all. I don't um, think I'm ready for that. Well, it's a good year to try it out. With I'm ready for Because I'm pretty sure that's there were a lot of people there this year that were not making money enough to continue to keep doing this so they needed to make some kind of change <clears throat> yeah i really think uh that was probably one of the deciding factors for uh, andy to change the way things are 
it's like everybody's having a good time, but if you're not there to also do the after party stuff, if you're right. just there to like sell stuff, it's it's not been great. Unless you were the nope. random lady selling sauces by the door. She oh, showed up man. one day, sold just hundreds of dollars in sauce, and then took off. And it's good stock. Yeah, it was good sauce. Yeah. I'm through a bottle and a half right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to have to get more. It was good on the sandwiches every day. So, mm-hmm. Got to say, uh, for Christmas, uh, my... My daughter's partner got me the uh, the Hot Ones Trio. Okay. I'm super excited to uh, to have more Last Dab. I'm also super happy that it did not include the bomb. Super happy. And, uh, that was not even the hottest one. That was just the one you hated the most. Oh yeah, it's fucking awful. There is there is no way to put into words the awfulness that is the bomb beyond insanity. Super super glad. It's not there now i will be i will be ordering another full set so that i can do another wing challenge i i have people that would like to do that with me again oh you tricked some people into it i mean i thought it was a great time and knowing now how how brutal the bomb is i will not eat the whole goddamn I, I will take a bite of that one and I will be fine. Is it just hot for hot sake? Um, no flavor, no joy, just you, you I'm here to burn kid. you. Yeah, you were a kid once, right? Yeah. Do they have nine volt nine volt batteries when you were a kid? Ooh, give me some of that. So that that flavor of licking a nine volt. Okay. It's everywhere. That's all you taste. You can't taste the chicken that you put it on. Okay. And and it starts as a nine volt on your tongue. And then it's three nine volts on your tongue. And then it's all the nine volts in the history of humanity on your tongue. Okay. Well, you, you know what a nine volt battery and a butthole have in common, right? No. Really? You know it's wrong, but you lick it anyways. Sure. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's a desert dirty dad joke. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was kind of nice to get Funko not once, but twice this year. I saw them on a list of collections that are worthless. <laughs> I don't care about what they're worth. No, I mean, pe- people that collect them thinking it's an investment. Oh, it, it's really not. No, oh, yeah. they're so they're so mass produced. It's it's ridiculous. There might have been a chance for some early ones, but 
not. Yeah, if you have like the first series, maybe have that complete. Well, there's certain ones that are like they came out at Comic Cons or they came out at like yeah as a promotion like of that. some X Y or yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah. The, but now those, you've those got one for every series, and you've got another one for every second time they did the, like every sequel has a whole another round of them. So like even the yeah. crappier things, any TV show with more than four seasons has probably a cast Funko. Yeah. I was I was actually really uh, appreciative of the fact that uh, my wife and my sister both uh, made Funkos of me. It's was, it was kind of cool to see. I think that uh, the the Funko people hit a home run when they when they decided you know what fine make your own Funkos. No, they're said, fine, let's print our own money. Yes, yes, they did. Well, at the same time, yeah. The more on-demand stuff they can do, I don't know how yeah. much more expensive it is, but like... Uh, I want to say it was like 25 bucks. Okay. Well, Which, how much it costs them to do it, probably, you know, it's probably well, computer I mean, screen print on there. You know, it's not going to be... And it's not like you have unlimited options. Right. Do you have so, a hat? Do you have this hat? Do you have this hat? And then do you have glasses? Do you have whatever? Like, Right. Right. The, the, the options that you can choose from are not super limited, but, you know, they're, it's not <laughs> like you're uploading someone's, you know, name, image, and likeness. Uh but I think they turned out to be pretty fun. Uh, I, I think it would be kind of cool to, to get more Funkos of, of custom design. Um, it also having other people make them of you uh, really gives you a window into their soul and what they think of you. Oh, uh, dark. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd want your wife to make a Funko of you, sir. Of me? Yeah. 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 Uh, can you show me a picture of him? Uh, I'm not can't remember what he looks like. But uh, yeah, it was, it was super cool. Uh, I think my favorite Christmas presents this year were all, uh, you know, the, the more sentimental things that people did. Yeah, you're getting old. I mean, I'm, we're all kind of at that point in our life where if there's something that we really want, that would be like Christmas present price. We can just go buy it our damn selves. Yeah, it doesn't last longer than uh, where can I get that? How soon right. can Amazon have it here? Right. So, you know, the like I told my kids, like 
because they were like, well, I feel bad. Like there's nothing that, you know, I can really get you. And I'm like, no, you're right. Because I'm a, I'm a grown man. If I want it, I can just go buy my own shit. Like it's, you know, you're, you're not buying me a 1997 Mitsubishi 3000 GT, you know? So that's like the next thing on my list that I want that I'm like, yeah, I can't afford that. So that's, you know, it's not a Christmas present. So, you know, I got the Funkos of me, uh, got the, I don't know if I shared it in chat, the, the glass that my mother-in-law made me. That was cool. Yeah. Um, my, my niece, uh, may have one Christmas. I did not share a picture of that. I will toss that in chat. Uh, so my oldest niece, Corey, uh, went to five and below as that's the, the standard thing for, for the kids in my family. You go to a cheap place and you just set them loose and say, get something that reminds you of this person. So I just tossed my gift from Corey in chat. And I got to say, I laughed my ass off. I love it. Super, super happy. A little sad. I can't take it to work. Wow. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> you are absolutely right. That is an amazing visual and the perfect thing for us to end on. We'll be back next week. All right. Good. <laughs> Take a break. You, you, you,